You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The League After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The League After Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the League After Show. No, I am not Thaddeus. No, I am not Michael. No, I am not Jen the Jew. Nor am I Lauren Leonelli. I am filling in for everyone but Jen the Jew. I am Phil Svitek, joined alongside with Jen, Jen the Jew. Welcome, Jen the Jew. Uh, episode 9, The automa- Automatic Faucet. I think we all know why that's called that. Yep. That was so creepy watching him with that faucet. Very good episode overall, <laughs> I gotta say. I liked it a lot. Really good episode. A lot of laugh out loud moments. Yes, Great indeed. one-liners. I feel like, uh, I, I've sat in on this show every now and then. I feel like I, I get the, uh, the blessing to, not that it, Every every episode is great, but I feel like my episodes are extra spectacular. <laughs> you just happen to show up for the good ones. I do. Uh, and it tied back nicely. We'll obviously talk about it, but Rafi back from California. So that was the last episode that I did. So it's, you know, it's fitting that I return on this one. It's like you're well. coming full circle. Indeed. But before we get into uh, Rafi, let's talk about Pete and his uh, his termination from fantasy football forever. Yep. He's over it. He said that he has lost five seasons in a row with worse players than he has now, and he's still losing, so he's done. He's done. And Taco got the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> he moved because in. he walked away for a second. Taco said, I moved in while you were gone, and he can crash if he wants to. Um, and obviously the uh, the irony that at his job, he's trying to get, get away from fantasy football, but he's exactly doing that is his fantasy football uh behavior is is uh finally helping him yeah it's very hr of him i mean i don't remember what he actually does do you i don't know but his boss came in and he went into his boss's office and he was like i like what's going on with you i need some help and he figured out a lineup for his office you know i feel like uh sometimes people got to look at more of their offices in that way it is like a team you got to know to play strategy there's always strategy yeah and i like how he said to bill don't don't tinker yeah, he used all the same terms, but in terms of what he was doing for the office. Yeah. The best was when they were celebrating their team win <laughs> with the Sinene. I sharded. Yes. <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> I mean, again, I like how he brought it back towards the end uh, once he's celebrating his weak victory. Um, yeah, but uh, that's not how I would celebrate. With Sinene? Or I sharded. <laughs> But the trash talking was pretty funny when they called the opposing team. Uh, well, it was funny when he got called Donger. Because <laughs> Pete took it really seriously. He really wanted to trash talk like he would normally trash talk. So when they called the other guy, the boss was taken a little bit back by the fact that he was really trash talking and not just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll get him next time. Yeah. Sorry you lost. You can only say penis in medical context. Right. So uh, that ruined that for him. It did. Um, and I also, it, it was also ironic, obviously, you know, with, with, um, 
you know, we see today with Andre trying to make a trade, and obviously that lands him in trouble. But just the idea of, you know, with fantasy, you can kind of do what you want. <laughs> Here, you can't really move people any which way just to make a great lineup. Right, like when he decided he wanted to move Jeremy because he celebrates things that happened three weeks ago for the next three weeks. Yes. And poor Jeremy had just bought a house. Yes. <laughs> but he'd been traded. Oh, God, that was funny. He was like, bye. <laughs> I can like see it in my head right now, as though I just watched it a second ago. But it was really funny. Yeah, and like oh well, and and don't think about the consequences. Mm. It's true, and and it was it was uh you know the scene where they're kind of walking through. I think it was nice to kind of get a visual. It you you know those ESPN commercials where it's like this is Sports Center. Mm -hmm. It kind of it kind of a parodied that and just fantasy football in general, where you just see everyone in the office and they're kind of talking about them. That's what it reminded me of, and I I appreciate that. I love how they incorporate elements of football throughout everything that goes on in the show yeah <laughs> even when they're watching football or not yes uh so at the end you know he celebrates with chardonnay yep uh, i will from now on always call chardonnay cnene wherever i go i need a bottle of cnene uh not jizzy fizz fizzy jizz <laughs> no I, I will not say that ever but it was funny it was is there enough to go is there enough fizzy jizz to go around <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Where do they come up with this? I don't know, but I would love to be a writer for the show because they must just say nonsense and then, like, put it on the paper. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a chance to be uh, hugely inappropriate yeah. in the workplace. Yeah. Um, I feel like you get punished if you're not inappropriate. Probably. It's like, well, Jen, that was normal. Right. <laughs> like, stretch your imagination a little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also stretching our imaginations. If you're watching on YouTube right now, uh, you can see that Jen and I are in our Halloween costumes as it is Halloween everywhere, not just in LA. I uh, forgot that for a second. Actually, I was like, these are our normal clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so comfortable. Um, I am dressed like a beer girl. Yeah, definitely a girl has a bra on and everything. It's not amazing. my, not my everyday outfit. No, I'm in my everyday, uh, leopard outfit. This is just a general look I hug. Except for the ears. The ears normally. They're hiding under my hair usually. Yeah. I brought them out for the show though. There you go. Um, so speaking of that, let us know, let us know what you guys think of our costumes or better yet, what you think of the show. Uh, you know, go on, rate and comment, let us know and tell, hey, Thaddeus, Lauren, and Michael, we miss you. But we love the Jen the Jew. Be sure to add that part. And we love Phil. And our, I think our costumes especially get five stars. They, yeah, we should. Um, and if you're watching, my eyes are up here. Not that. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Uh, speaking of, uh, just absurdities, let's, <laughs> let's talk about Andre. Oh, Andre. Uh, he never catches a break in anything. No, I don't think I want him to either. No. Um, just, just the desperation of everything, uh, of trying to make this trade. And uh, of course, it happens. By the way, just the setup in terms of to the toes, like we're gonna—I forget, <laughs> I forget all the uh, actual references. Tobesity. Tobesity. That's it. Mm -hmm. um, is is that a common thing for women? I have no idea. I know I have particularly long toes, but they're not. They're fat. not fat. Okay. No, and but I think tobesity is hysterical. They have the best <laughs> terms for things that I mean. I wish I thought of them. Um, and she wanted her toes like Giselle. Is that uh, Tom Brady's wife? Yeah. Okay. That's what the reference is. That lady. That <laughs> lady. I just wanted to make sure. I don't, I don't know. I want was... everything like Tom Brady's wife. Like, give me the Giselle toes, fingers, whole picture. Thanks. Okay. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. I'll remember that. 
Thank you. When we're sending me to Andre. Yes. Uh, next time. Uh, <laughs> but yes, Andre excuses himself for a moment because he's got to go make this trade. And uh, it lands him in a lawsuit. But luckily, he got uh, he got what he wanted. He got Jerry Rice for AJ Green. Yes. After calling Jenny his she-bro. Yes. Or, or he was the she-bro. And she was his... I don't know. The funny terms that they come up with just are so absurd. I try and remember them all, but... So he he coerces her into this trade, and she's like, putting you on the clock. Yes, and uh, and he take he excuses himself, takes his computer back to the operating room, makes the trade, and uh, overall successful surgery or no? I mean, it's- I, they sound. It sounds like when he describes it that the surgery was successful. The only issue was that he was with his computer during the surgery. So then we don't really have a problem, except that when you hear the woman whatever her name was, I can't remember, talking about it when she was going into the hospital for the trial, mm-hmm. she said that her toes looked like 10 used condoms because <laughs> they have stretch marks, which I don't know how a toe has a stretch mark. It sounds like surgery marks, which are like scars that need to be healed. I don't know. What did... <laughs> That's just that so, so specific. <laughs> so specific of how to describe it. 10 used condoms. I have no idea what that looks like, but scary. we'll go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um. But luckily, he's got Ruxin to defend him. Yeah. The whole thing with Ruxin defending him was hysterical, I thought. Just the way that Ruxin is so dry. And he's like, I'm coming to you like as my friend. And will you help me? And he's like, no. And he's like, what if you're my lawyer? And he's like, yes. Like, <laughs> Ruxin, even for a friend, needs to be paid. Of course. He's a he's a Jew. I love him. I love him so much. Um, and I love how he gave him advice about the... Um... You know, and then it flipped, and he gave him advice about the outfit, right? Oh, well, yeah. He's like something about a confidentiality agreement or something like that. Yeah, with the vest. Right. Uh, a full disclosure or something, and he's like, so as my lawyer, you know, what, what do you think? And he's like, I detest it or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, poor Andre never can catch a break. He uh, does it to himself, but he also can't catch a break. Um, but then it really got re- – it got so funny at the actual court case. Shiva was one of the doctors on the board. Yes. Shiva. By the way, she's 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 an after buzz uh, friend. You know, she's been here a few times for True Blood. Um but yes, uh <laughs> I am here with my client standing. Oh, that was hysterical. What are you doing? I'm I'm standing. Okay. Standing trial. So he stands. Sit down, Andre. Why? You just said to stand. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that that exchange, um it, it just felt uh, to me it felt kind of like Marx Brothers. Yes, and then at the end when – I forget what happened, but he's like, you can see how this would be confusing, right? <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, did did, I, did um, Ruxin give him the acknowledgement of that or no? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. No. Never will uh, Andre get an acknowledgement from his friends. No. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I was kind of wondering how they would uh, solve this. I was kind of – you know, luckily it ended up good for him ultimately, right. but uh, I could just see where it would just go so bad for him. And but Ruxin would get Nate to me where I was going that Ruxin would get paid nonetheless and be like, oh, well, it was worth a shot. Right. <laughs> and I mean, Andre has gone to jail in previous episodes. So, yeah, maybe he'd go back to jail or something. I don't know what happens in malpractice. suits. you'd probably pay a lot and lose your license. But well, look at the AG case. <laughs> True. Or he's fine. So uh, luckily, um, I like how they kind of tied everything back um, with Rafi. Yes, because his friends are ultimately there and save him. <laughs> I like that Rafi now 
things that take care of it means light things on fire. Or in this case, kill. Right. Well, kill by fire. Yes. So Shiva was next. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, just the stereotypical, uh, I can I can clean now? Yeah. I come clean? Yes, you, you can clean. He's like, janitor time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So stereotypical of how not actually how it happens. But just so good. Just so good. Um, <laughs> I clean over there with woman. <laughs> with pretty woman. I clean mouth. Breathe in deeply. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The the I, okay. The irony. What do you think would have happened had uh had Rux and Andre not actually been as forceful and been like, no. I think she probably would have passed out, but they would have saved her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was curious where that was gonna go. The whole thing was really just crazy. The fact that everyone believed that he was a janitor and just being like, right. Hello, janitor time. <laughs> We're in the middle of a court case. <laughs> oh, wait. Going back to Andre saying something, he's like, oh, when they were talking about Shiva and Andre's like dating past, and he's like, I feel like, or what am I? I'm not on trial. And they're like, no, you are. This is what this is. You're on trial. And perhaps your writing should be too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, they just tie so many things in so fast. It's uh, so smart. As ridiculous as it is, it's just brilliant. It's just, uh, I, you know what I mean? Whereas Arrested Development gets a lot of credit for the type of humor that it was able to bring in. I feel in time this this will have that kind of clout. Yeah. Um, because it's a new form of comedy. The thing is it's so dirty that I think that people can't separate that from the actual uh, intelligence that's involved in creating this kind of thing. Because really, like we just said, everything ties back together. It's wrapped yeah. up in a pretty bow. It's pretty genius and intertwined. It's, yeah. The things they say are just so smart. And stupid and smart. <laughs> uh, well, luckily, uh, again, luckily, thanks to Rafi and the rest of his friends, Andre, uh, you know, they're like, case dismissed. We have bigger toe issues to deal with. So all in all, ended up good for Andre. So let's talk about my favorite kind of thing. Uh, let's, uh, Kevin. <laughs> Your favorite kind of thing is Kevin. Uh, well, because, okay, I, you know, uh, the, a faucet, uh, I don't know what it's like for a woman, but for, with, with the faucet, you, there, there is some, uh, uh, temperament and patience that you have to have. Yes, you do. When, when you deal with that. So, um, have you ever had problems like that? Or you just I have. It? Or is it because you're a woman that you can find the spot more easier? I mean, it's. I would say it's just not hard to find in general. You know, the spot. Yes, the spot is not hard to find. It's not hard to find, maybe because I am a woman. What should a What should a man be looking for when trying to find the spot? Well, in terms of this particular one, there's a red dot. It's not. <laughs> it's not so different from other spots. Maybe I don't know the no. color, but. <laughs> okay so you're looking for a red spot you find the red spot right okay and how do you activate um well you work with the red spot <laughs> and what do you how do you work the red spot well it's a sensor so it senses things okay okay got it yeah uh, so now now with kevin he was waving should you be more slow and methodical yeah i would say like not such quick movements okay never quick movements like you know, slower movements, probably. Okay. And, uh... You have to connect with the sensor. Okay, does uh, the size matter? Should you go, like, full hand, clenched <laughs> fist, one finger, two finger? Oh, wow. Um, well... 
Mm. No clenched fist. No clenched fist. We'll rule that one out and skip the rest. (laughs) But that was hysterical again, how in the beginning of the episode, usually they're making fun of Andre when they're doing these double entendres. Mm. Um, But they were doing it to Kevin and how he couldn't get the faucet to turn on. And they were like, Jenny, like what you just did to me. How should Kevin get the faucet to turn on? Yes. And then, of course, he answered the way he did. And she's like, that's my boy. <laughs> because he just didn't know. He's like, does it matter? He's like, I don't care what the faucet feels. <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm. okay. Because it's so true. Most guys don't. Oh, idiots. Idiots. I know. Uh, anyway, uh, then it ends up, uh, you know, he re- ends up writing a will. Taco, of course, writes his own will, says, hey, I'm going to give you a million bucks. And he's like, well, you don't, you can't just do that. Well, there is a will. There's a way. That's <laughs> so the legal smart. term. <laughs> so true. I could buy that. I mean, Taco's just general thought process is pretty interesting. But it makes sense. It has logic. It does. You know, you could, you could see the logic in that. Where there is a will, right. there is a way. What he said was not wrong. No. Um... Thanks. To the, okay, I love how so Rafi Rafi returns and <laughs> in the middle of the night to hang out. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, that's a lie by him. But I like you know again. Uh, I like the tie back to to the earlier episode. I think it's episode four, um, possibly three. But where obviously him and Seth Rogen, uh, Dirty Randy, go on their own road trip, which is just total non sequitur, but amazing. Yeah. It's good to know that they made it out alive. Yes, because but Kevin Bryan's car did not. Did not. Every time he calls him Brian, I crack up. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah, that was uh, that was quite funny. So I forget I, I forget how genius it was. Where eventually this just got turned into that. Hey, he, he Brian, you owe me money. <laughs> because okay, so Taco lended loaned um, Rafi money mm-hmm. out of the money that he will get from Kevin. Yes, but. Taco can only get the money if if uh, Kevin or, dies. Yes, I was going to call Brian, Brian dies. If Brian dies. Therefore, which I, on the drawing you could see there was Brian. Yes. And then there was money, <laughs> and then there was death. Yes. And then it was signed by Taco. And uh, of course, now because ultimately Rafi's going to owe Brian, he can repay him back once Brian is dead. <laughs> That's the clause. It's so good. Uh. If I was a lawyer, I'd, I'd buy this. Would you? I would. And since Brian Kevin is a lawyer, which yeah. was – Taco's like – I forget what he said. I wish I remembered every single line. But he's like, well, you're I, – would I need a lawyer? And he's like, I am. That's what I do. <laughs> um, I liked uh, Rafi's argument better with the – well, it's on legal paper. Yes. Oh, I wrote that down. That was funny. So it must be a legal document because obviously it's on legal. That makes, I mean, just so many little, uh, what I, they just pick out so many specifics from the world. And, and, you know, it's almost like a childlike curiosity where you're like, well, why is it called the legal pad? Is it legal? Like, no, that's just what they call it. Well, why do they call it a legal pad if it's not legal? And again, uh, that's, that's how ta- they state the obvious, basically. Yeah. But, but, uh, Rafi and Taco, that's how they kind of view the world is in those childlike, innocent, terms except I feel like Rafi's just an animal like he's just a creature he's not even a person that's true he's a little bit like a wild beast <laughs> especially when he's running away that's a dead end 
<laughs> so good. Okay, so let's talk about that. We've obviously talked about him trying to save everybody. Um, he's trying to get the money back in quarters because why and, not? And he's trying to kill people. He tried to throw Kevin Bryan into the street so that he would die. So then Taco would get the money. Yes. Right. Um, I don't know if that's the one part of this that I'm legally not sure how it works. I don't think you can physically – I don't think you as the person owed money can kill the person. I think that voids the contract. Real contract or fake contract? The legal paper. <laughs> the legal paper. Well, I didn't see the small print, so I'm not sure. Um, I think I think any court of law would, would uh, side with me on that one. Anyway, um, tying back Kevin's minutia of the, the faucet – uh, he, of course, has dust or whatever the hell it is on his hands. It was from the morgue. <laughs> and he said that because uh, Rafi was in the morgue being a janitor in the morgue. Yes. Wasn't he, was he robbing them? Is that what it was? Possibly. We're, we aren't quite sure, but they're certainly <laughs> dirty and everything spills everywhere. Right. And so he shakes hands with Kevin, who now has morgue people on his hands. And, <laughs> and of course, he's trying to take the advice of all his friends and find the spot <laughs> which i don't know why he used his tongue because <laughs> they advised him to use his hands and that was so weird to watch and then the man shows up in the his pelvis was thrusting too i don't think they told him that either no i don't think so it was just an added bonus really yes um and then so- that other gentleman is in the bathroom and he sees him and says i'm rodney ruxin <laughs> <laughs> of course um and then for me, the ultimate tieback is, uh, of course, the bag of quarters slips, hits the woman uh, because of soapy hands. Because of soapy hands. And can we talk about the fact that it is a bag of quarters and why? Yeah. Okay, yes. Because Rafi wants it in change so that it can't be traced to anything. And since he already has $10 in quarters in his stomach because it can be digested and come out in full form, um, he wanted more of it so that he could do the same with that money and it never be traced that's that's good logic right there i always wanted a bag of change Uh, okay okay we could arrange that thank you um well that about wraps it up for uh for this episode unless there's any uh little tidbits that you uh you found funny let me see Uh, i particularly love the lawyer building okay because rafi came obviously to see roxon and um Andre was there talking to Roxanne and, and he's like, well, where's Brian? I'm like, Brian's not here. And he's like, isn't this the lawyer building? They're not all in one building. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. So true. I think that's all I've got. Um, all right. Uh, it's always tough to do predictions with the show. So with me on the panel, why don't we skip that? Because I never want to be wrong. Oh, really? I never want to be wrong. I like to know that about you. I also never want to be wrong and have a really hard time predicting things in the show. There you go. So with that, uh, Jen the Jew, where can the people find you? People, you can find me at Jen the Jew on Twitter and Instagram. And my website is JenniferGolden.com. And I'm on Facebook as Jennifer Golden. And where will you be celebrating Halloween tonight? Um, in the comfort of my home, possibly. Maybe watching Grey's Anatomy and Scandal. Interesting. Okay. Fans, see you there. <laughs> follow us here at AfterBuzz TV. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Next week you'll have um, the full force, I'm sure. I will not be here, but it's always a pleasure to join in when I can uh, for such a great show. Uh, to Jackie and Jeff Schaefer, uh, friends of Kevin and Maria's, uh, thank you for creating such a good show, as well as the actors, as well as everyone else involved. 
Thank you guys so much as fans for tuning in, not only to the show, but also our show. We'll see you here next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 